Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm Bill, he's Austin, and we are the Fifth Star Podcast. How you doing today, Austin? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. It's been a, it's been a sports week for Chicago. It's been a sports week for Chicago. I noticed that they, have they always had a trophy for the uh, winner of the uh, <laughs> the, the Cubs-Sox derby? Let me see. It's, I've, I've only noticed it like a couple, like... Uh... Like four years, five years ago. Because yesterday was the first time I saw it. It's. I think it's better up like. Let me see. Let me see where the trophy is. But yeah, it's it's. It's a minor thing. Nobody really cares about it. So it's like the uh, the brimstone cup. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's a cheap trophy that you could probably get at the dollar store. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You 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 saw it. It's like it's nothing. I think it's like a, It's like yeah. Oh my god, it's just, it looks like they might have, like, just put it to the, one of those laser printers and just etched it into the side. <laughs> it doesn't even, yeah, it's not even that good. There's not much detail. It's just the vague outline and then Sox Cubs and then, yeah. Well, yeah. okay then. But I see your indie did pretty well, though. It must have been a good sports weekend for you, at least you got your indie win. Uh, I mean, it was... It should have been a much better win, but I'll take a one nil victory over over a uh, over a loss or a draw to Edmonton, and it puts us in the first place. I was disappointed uh, when I was at the bar after the game, looking to see that the Chicago Red Stars did not win their game, but instead ended up drawing against the Houston Dash. I think a victory there would have been really nice, considering we didn't get to talk about it at all. It's just, it's not good enough for them. It's Thank not you. good enough. And it proved, and it showed not to be good enough as we got knocked down to fifth place in the standings, as I recall. Yeah, and yes. uh, Sky Blue won their game 3-2. to two. Shocking a lot of people, and I think they're doing a good job if they are trying to sell themselves to another owner. Or at least maybe an MLS team that might be interested to... Well, I forget, who did they play? <laughs> They played the worst team in the league. Oh, Boston? 3-2, to two. so it wasn't like great performance, but it was still getting points. But hey, I mean, Boston scored five. goals. I think we're the only tie for Boston. Yeah, at least we're not the only law. At least we're not the only win for Boston. Oh, yeah, that's... Always look on the bright side of life. Yeah, our musical season. We have a soundboard now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's take a look real quick at this past weekend's results, which you're going to have to forgive me. I do not have uh, the best results available as the NWSL website is currently not functioning properly. Shocker. Um, here we go. So, Sky Blue FC on Saturday, July 23rd, played the Washington Spirit and won 1-0. Uh, actually, looks like all the games took place on Saturday. Yes. So, all the games took place on Saturday. Sky, Sky Blue FC beats Washington Spirit 1-0. Western New York Flash fell to Kansas City 0-1. Chicago drew with the Houston Dash 1-0. Uh, and the Seattle Rain beat the Orlando Pride five to two. That's where my negative comes from. They 
it took away all the thing they were at. Yeah, they would have been at a positive one. And now they're all the way just down to the negatives. That's going to hurt them. But I don't know. I don't think gold differential. I think gold differential is like a later tiebreaker in terms of everything having to go there some way. So I don't know if it will hurt them or help them, depending on what happens later in the season. Yeah, I am not as familiar. I'm looking that up right now. I am not as familiar with the uh, NWSL tiebreakers as I am. Bob. I can't even say the NASL tiebreakers because I'm still somewhat confused as far as the NASL tiebreakers. But, um, but okay, yeah, it is so. Gold okay. First, hmm? I think it's, yeah, so it is gold differential. I thought there was something funky, but it's not. I think the end, I think the standings were just screwed up one day and I looked at it. And it should have been the other way around. So it is gold differential. So this will hurt them. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm going to look to see if anybody else is even close to them. Uh, it won't... They can sneak. They can still sneak in, but they really need to get themselves to a positive one, so... That's... They're going to be in winning mode now. Trying to get race negative four isn't easy when you don't... Unless they have bought the breakers, and they can try to make some of that up. So the NWSL tiebreakers, it turns out, are... Two teams tie... You have the head-to-head win-loss record between the two teams, so theoretically, someone should win via that because you play three games against each other. It's an uneven number. Uh, then be the greater goal difference across the entire season, so against all teams, not just the tied teams. Uh, greatest total number of goals scored, so against all teams. Number four, the fourth tiebreaker is apply one through three to games played on the road. The fifth tiebreaker is apply one through three games played at home. And six is if teams are still equal, rankings will be determined by a coin toss. Yeah, it's things that you usually get desperate at that time. Because the statistical probability, though, I, I remember something happening like that in college football, but then again, college football had like some stupid formula. Like, oh, based on percentage of this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but uh, I think I think it's it's the top four that go into the playoffs still. I think until yeah. they expand a couple more teams, I think twelve. I hope not going the MLS route though. Oh, you don't want everyone to make the playoffs? That's what Arena Football did. Literally, nobody <laughs> doesn't make the playoffs. All eight teams. I'm not even joking. So that idea is not usually healthy. Yeah. So I think I think keeping it at four until maybe even fourteen teams come in, then opening up to six. So it's not like, even though most of the leagues actually in, we have are fifty percent of the teams, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel that way because there's like thirty two and I think eighteen make it, or thirty two and sixteen make it. How many teams make it in the NFL? The NFL. I. Mm. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but it is. No. I think the top four teams make it, so I, I think this this is the worst for this is I think this coming break I think isn't this the last game they play at home since the Olympics start the seventh of August. If I remember correctly, so I mean I think this is their last. If I let me check the schedule again, because I have to go on their website. Okay, they play yeah. one more game. They play one more game against FC Kansas City. If they can't beat FC Kansas City, I seriously think the playoffs are going to be dented. Like, although they can get the players back, everybody's getting players back. Mm-hmm. 
So I think we absolutely, this is, is going to be interesting to see what happens, and we'll talk about that after, as we move into the game that happened, was it last weekend, Wednesday? Wait. Well, we missed two games, but um, let's real quick, uh, let's take a look at the standings for the, for the league real quick. Uh, in first place, can you guess who it is? I can guess who it is. It's the Portland Thorns, 26 points out of 14 games. Um, <clears throat> they uh, now have two losses, no longer undefeated, but um, sit pretty high with uh, 16 with 26 points. Um, the Washington Spirit ag have actually tied them on point total, but are uh, behind probably because of the crazy things I just talked about. Um, Washington Spirit also has 26 points. However, they do have a game in hand. So they could theoretically, with a draw or a win, pull into first place. <clears throat> the Western New York Flash have 25 points from 14 games. The Sky Blue FC are in fourth place in the final playoff spot with 22 points. Uh, the Chicago Red Stars are tied with them on points, but are probably behind them on... They're tied with them on goal differential, too, so I'm going to guess it has to do with head-to-head -head results. Or maybe some other tiebreaker. Because I do not remember the Sky Blue FC Chicago Red Stars uh, a final score from last time. Um, in sixth place is the Seattle Reign with 20 points. Uh, after that, 7th place goes to the Orlando Pride, the team that looked like they were going to take 4th uh, place just two weeks ago in a, a uh, game against the Chicago Red Stars, but they uh, since have seemed to have gone south a little bit. Um, FC Kansas City comes in 8th place with 16 points. The Houston Dash have 11 points from 12 games. Four of those points have come from the Red Stars, and they now have they do have two games in hand on the uh, leaders. However, with only eleven points, um, <laughs> it would take it would take quite a miracle. Uh, requiring an even greater miracle would be for the Boston Breakers to break the double digits in point totals. Um, they are now sitting on four points out of thirteen games. One win, one draw. 11 losses, negative 23 goal differential. I think that's a record-breaking if they finish the season with negative 23 or worse. I think they'll break or tie the record. I think they've broken the record now. I think negative 23, I think, is maybe the worst. Yeah, so that's kind of a standing thing. Really, uh, as I oh, God, my cursor just blew up like four sizes. That was weird. But uh, I think it's an issue of, like where the Red Stars are right now, and we can move into talking about, well, specifically last week's game, even though it's been a week or so since my hard drive, like, screwed up. And yeah, good stuff. the last, we didn't have a podcast last week because of uh, some technical issues. The, uh, uh, the Orlando-Chicago game was very physical, and there were some points in there where I think Orlando may have had a chance for a, uh, for a penalty kick a couple times. Um, Chicago was very lucky to come out with that 
with a victory there. But, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, and I think this game was... It was more of just kind of them playing their kind of style that they kind of decided to play, but I just... I think we have an issue of uh, Di Bernardo's being our way, way above our best player. Like, she was shown to be the player in terms of almost getting a goal in this game. It oh. bounced off the top bar. And yes, this, this past game... Yeah. Di Bernardo was insane. She was everywhere, and I enjoyed seeing Chicago come out with an attack. It's unfortunate that this attack comes against the second worst team in the league and didn't produce nearly enough. Yeah, that's it's kind of like it, we were really, it felt like we were dominating parts of the game. Let me see if, I don't know if the statistics particularly backed this up. But it felt like to me that we were at least dominating the first half. And if I look at the shots, 6-4, we always had more shots on goal. We struggled to get them on goal in parts, but it was 2-3. to three. And it kind of like, this was very even in terms of just looking at the statistics, but I don't think it tells us everything. Because it felt to me like the Red Stars had all these chances in the first, converted on only one, which was really good. It was, uh, I think it was deflection off one of our favorites. It, it was almost an own goal. You could almost say that Houston scored both goals for us because the Chicago Red Stars do what they seem to love to do. They take a short corner kick and they try and drive it in. And 99% of the time it doesn't seem to work, but here we go. The one time it works, and it's mostly because the other team deflected it in for us. Yeah, it feels like our best is when we're kind of like pushing up. And then one somebody from like the corners kind of shoots it in and tries to get it kind of in there. Like we're kind of a counter-ish team, but not completely a counter team. It's an interesting place that we can't really describe who we are without our players really there for. I think it's going to be this whole entire month, and then only uh, only a couple more days without our players, and then we go to the Olympics. Women win the gold. Huge celebration. Hopefully they come back right away. That's the worry, is if they win, don't do a dumb little celebration tour. Because that can waste. It discredits the league. So I hope like they come back right away. Well, not right away, but I don't know when the soccer ends for them. If they were to go all the way. But um, I think it's really hard to tell who our team is. This game showed us flashes. And I also think, like, how... As our, I think our coach has been there all since the beginning of the NWSL. I don't think we've changed our coach it doesn't feel like we have i don't think we have either and i would i'm personally i i want to despite we're doing okay I'd, I'd like a change next season into a new style i mean it, it does good but i don't think it does good enough if we can get somebody better but i think he's good for now but like it's not as bad as it could be no i definitely don't think the coaching is as bad as it could be i I'm a little interested to see what um, what we do going into this next season, um, and we can we can talk about this all the time. But um, I think Rory Dames has done a decent job keeping Chicago at least up towards the top, and to me, that's generally fine. But um, you don't want to end up with the uh, the, Sh the Siggy Schmidt problem, 
where year after year you are consistently towards the top but never getting gold. Exactly. It's like there's the same as you know the Washington Capitals. Like if you know about them, they're one of the best teams in hockey that season and the season before and the season before and the season before. They're always making the playoffs. But their coaches, both the coaches they've had, get them tons of points in the regular season. They're always one or two. And then they lose in the playoffs. They never, they haven't won a Stanley Cup. They've, they've been like, uh, there's like usually a great team. They'll get around 97 to 100 points. They've always been there and they've always lost. And that's why I feel like maybe this coach has his limitations. Is it our players or is it our coach? With the Capitals, who knows? I feel like it's the coach and the players. And there's always that mix. With the Red Stars, I feel like it's kind of the same, but I still feel like we have. I definitely, the players th- there. I definitely think there's a possibility that it is the coach that uh, Rory Dames may not be may not be up to the challenge when it comes to taking a team uh, into the playoffs. I, I, I want to say deep into the playoffs, but when you only play, what, two games? Uh, Hard to say yeah. deep into the playoffs. This isn't like MLS where you know you're playing somewhere around ten games. Um, I, I I I agree. Um, I and I haven't I haven't paid enough attention to um, the Red Stars rosters over the years, um, but I I, do, I feel like we had a bit of a change up in this past. Uh, this past season, where we we maybe picked up, you know, we we kept a couple of our, our veterans, but we also picked up a lot of new people. Yeah, but I kind of feel like that's going to be every season in a way. But we but we need to we need to find a we need to find a more stable core. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't like having the big changeovers. I don't like you know, and, and especially when, especially if you're, and this is not as much of a problem right now for the Red Stars, but if you're trying to develop a following or if you're really trying to commit to being like the hometown team, cycling through players is just not the way to do it. That was one of the big issues we had when uh, we got when when Indy Eleven brought in Tim Hankinson. We were afraid that they were just going to throw out all the players. And they were going to completely start over. So I'm wondering if, like this, uh, the player turnover that we see is a result of Rory Dames coaching, or if this is just the ownership saying we don't have enough money to afford some of these players, and need to get rid of them right now. I mean, it's not this roster. This year's roster compared to last year's roster is significantly shorter. Um, we do have a lot of experience on our roster, but it's, if you looked at last year's roster, I remember looking at it for one of the first, uh, for one of the first podcasts we did, and there were like 30 names on that roster. Yeah, I also, I also think there's an issue of like, they need to start, I think this is, I'll give them one more season to be honest, if they make, if we make playoffs again, if we don't, he's gotta go. Like, I don't really care. It's about making sometimes, and this is bad, but sometimes change for change can be good. But I don't, I don't, I like him. I like him. I think he's a good enough coach, but I just don't know if he's he has that what we need to kind of win it. So 
But then again, looking at FC Kansas City, they won it one year, not even in it this year. But they're, I think they, the person they traded for got pregnant, right? Or is that, am I thinking of somebody else? No, you're thinking yeah. of Sydney LaRue. Yeah, and it's like, okay, she's gone now. And it's like, okay, I get, they kind of have an out a bit, but not, like, when you have, like, there's 10 other people on the field. Like, if we were to lose one of our players, I don't know how many of the internationals they have, but they We've already have. lost some of our players. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> we're, 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 we're missing three of them. Yeah. I, like I'm sorry, but in this past game, I really think that um, that Alyssa Nair would have, sta- would have saved that goal. I think she would have. Yeah, I think she would have been caught, like, by surprise. I, yeah, I'd agree that she'd have a, she would have had a better chance of saving it. But to be fair, I think it did deflect off one of our defenders. I don't know if it hit it that much. I think it did change the trajectory a little bit, but she still wouldn't have saved it. She didn't get on the ground fast enough. No, she was a little slow on the uh, on the uptake. Yeah, but uh, I would say like Houston, Houston, I, we expect them to be better this season, but they are, I think, one of the youngest teams. They got a ton of picks, so. Houston is definitely one of the youngest. I think Orlando is one of the other young teams. I mean, which makes a little bit of sense through the new kids in the block, but. Um, Houston does have a very young. I think doesn't Chicago have one of the oldest rosters? Um, let me see the average age. Um, if if, if the MWSL stat was a little bit more up there, I could, I can do I can do an average age and check. Like uh, after this, I'll try to find. Because I know the more national team players, it seems like have for longer. That leads to more age, and we get we have some veterans here and there, but. I'm not quite sure. Well, I, know, I know Houston. Houston did get a lot of young picks, and they're playing a good majority of them. So yeah, one more one more note on Rory Dames. Rory Dames has been with the team since the, they were in the WPSL and WPSL Elite League. Yes, yes. Both that's times, I, I know he took them to the championship in the Elite League, and they lost it at the at the last minute. So. Yeah, he's he's good. He's a good coach, but I just I just think maybe like maybe if it's just time to change it up, if he doesn't if this season and I give him one more, if he can't win us a championship, I I think it's time to just kick him because the Capitals did the same thing to a coach who was got them like a hundred points, President's Trophy. They kicked maybe not the President's Trophy, but President's Trophy in previous years. They mm-hmm. kicked him to the curb because he just wasn't doing it. The other coach isn't doing it either, and I wouldn't be surprised if in a year he's fired. Because it's just not, like, being good during the regular season doesn't mean anything unless you get that title. And I think us him getting us to the playoffs was good, but we lost 3-0. That might have been some things happening there. Our team was never really getting us, we're never really kicking into gear. Mm-hmm. So it could possibly be that, uh, that maybe when our team comes back and if they look a lot better and we get into the playoffs and we at least win a game, then I think, okay, maybe he's kind of found something that works, and maybe we just need to retool our core, non, non, non-national team core, and re- retool them and kind of, like, see what's wrong there. Because Di Bernardo is a great pickup that doesn't get national team. I don't, like, do you, let me see. I don't know who, I think she is, um... Vanessa DiBernardo, yeah, she would be a U.S. national team. She's 24, and I think she's definitely going to get I. I'd be surprised if she doesn't get, like, something. I don't know if she's like, has dual nationality or something, and she might be, like, 
another thing, but I think she's one of the good pickups for a non-national team core. And I would like to see if if we can if one of the players come back, he can coach us better and get us into the playoffs. Because if we can get in there, I think we have a chance to win against. Let me see if we were fourth, we would probably play. Let me see who's. Oh God, where's this thing? Yeah, I think if we can get into fourth, I think we can take Portland if we're lucky. If we're lucky, I think I think we have enough to take in Portland. But, I would disagree, but. Um, back it's, to the. It's our best chance out of all of them. I would yeah. I would say it's out of all the teams, maybe the Western Union Flash, I, but I don't know if we can get high enough. Um, back can, to the. We, can, we might be okay, but yeah. Anyways, back to that. Back to the Houston Dash. I. I. Like they had they had their moments, but to me it definitely like you said before definitely looked like the. Uh, Red Stars were in control of this game. It's just that we did not capitalize on a lot of our shots, on a lot of our chances. <clears throat> and that is really, that's what's killing us. But at the same time, I saw a lot more activity from the front line than I usually see. And this is without Kristen Press. And to me, that's promising. I want to see uh, the Red Stars attacking without Kristen Press. I want to see them putting on pressure. I want to see them taking shots, and I want to see them making a lot more. Um, I think, I think, and I kind of wish, kinda, I kind of wish like the Red Stars could play some exhibition games or something against college teams or, or something just to kind of keep them informed during the uh, the Olympic break, so that way, even when they're even when, even when the league isn't going. They can continue to keep retooling, you know, retooling the the players they have, keep them in shape, keep them in form, and continue this form up into the uh, restart of the season. And then once once the start season restarts, they can just pull Kristen Press and and listen there, and 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 Julie Johnson back into the fold and just just start steamrolling people. Yeah, that's it. But that's but you know, that, that that we we if we can all wish for things. Yeah, the bad thing is that like in terms of getting exhibition games against quality enough opponents, is that either you go to the A the W League in Australia, which I think is because they're currently in their off season. Yeah. So if, and 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 even players from there might play for us, so there's that difficulty too. Because they have the players from the W League play. A, and the United States as well, it seems like. And even even we can't we can't get the FA Women's Super League, which we could we could try to we can try to get a few teams, but right now like Women's Bundesliga. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me see. Let me see if they play. But it's teams like those that we'd have to try to get. But it'd be like, no one be willing to pay for that. No yeah. one. You would never be able to convince an owner to send their women's team over. Seas to play an exhibition game. That's not going to happen for another ten I years. I think if we, I think we had a rich, rich like either a rich owner or a rich like MLS club that would fund it. That really was passionate about women's soccer for no like particular reason, just because. <laughs> it would be like interesting to see like uh, doing a mini. Welcome to Austin's game. Fantasy Hour. Tell us, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I, I just dream of like Chicago Fire being bought and then us getting a, uh, then us like investing, being a half investor in the 
red stars and then opening up the USL team like all the happy land but um, I think yeah their season's over right now so I think uh, if in this theoretical fantasy Germany would be our only choice because England's playing right now and I think I don't know if France's schedule but France is France they're gonna France <coughs> I don't know, really know what their their uh, mo is, but uh, are we bringing back bringing back the racism against the French people? <laughs> well, it seems that there's even in French Canadian and France, everybody just thinks the parents are kind of a bunch of dicks. So <laughs> 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 that, that stereotype doesn't go away even in Canada. Like, oh, what's you understand? Canadian people are a bit dicks. I'm like, no, it's kind of nice people. I know a French person speaking the French, but uh, I think I think uh, maybe if we get get one team, just one, to kind of meet us halfway. Like, I think Sky Blue could really take advantage of this, like, because there's flight, well, there's not too many flights, if any, but you can usually get cheaper flights from, like, certain places to certain areas, so maybe if they could work something out, I think, I think it'd be nice to see, like, a Germany, a team from Germany just come over here to play us, that'd be pretty cool, or us go over there if we had the money in a perfect world. Yeah. I think, like, playing at any team that's up to our level I'm just not sure like where we'd get that maybe if we come play a couple college teams that are kind of ranked in the top four like go for like a Clemson or maybe I think it's Northwest maybe Northwestern or something like that Northwestern's a good team as is they played Northwestern and Notre Dame at the beginning of the year yeah I think I think playing like those at least top the top teams in the area that go like division one FBS schools kind of staying in that area. Of the you know what they could do? They could go find a USL team or an NASL team that's got a bye week and play them just as a scrimmage. <laughs> oh, I might as well. Just, oh my god, play, uh, play uh, Fort Lauderdale Shikers. <laughs> oh, wait, they can't get the money to come up here. Um, <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Uh, let's see. No, we'd, ha- we'd have to send the Red Stars down to Florida, and they could just do, like, a Florida oh, yeah, they could. tour. There you go, man. They can play some, like, local, like, University of uh, Florida and then play at, like, pl- Florida Strikers. They could even play Orlando City B. <laughs> God, I hate those names. That just makes me die a little bit inside. Yeah. But, um, I like, uh, I think, I think there's some things that they could do, but, uh. Well, you also, you could also look at uh, playing, like, a WPSL team. Yeah, that's another thing, like, aiming for those and maybe like we can hope one day in the future to have uh to have like a maybe a pro rel and women's soccer <laughs> they already have that in uh, the the um the fa uh, what was it called fa fa, FA super league super i thought league. you said it was yeah fa women's super league one there are actually a couple lower league like really low division leagues women's leagues in america that do have pro rel yeah, I think I think it's. it's but it's just like. England just introduced it, and they're like they're expanding it. It's it's new. It's like I think two years ago. And, who did? Uh, yeah, it started. Um, there's first relegation for 2016 and 2017, mm-hmm. and they're opening up in 2017. They're gonna have three levels. Right now they have two. Mm-hmm. WSL one, WSL two, and now they're gonna do three. So I think it, it can work, but um, aside from the pro rail argument, which. I'm four personally, but that's just because the fire. Look at them. Look at them. Burn. They're they're an okay NASL team. 
Yes, they're well. They're even. They're so irrelevant that it's it's sad. You never hear about them on any talk shows or anything. But anyway, um, I think with the one more game coming up, uh, we can talk about. Uh, we can yeah, we play the... FC Kansas City on July thirtieth, uh, seven p.m. Eastern time, or maybe it's Central time. Um, you see, on the I'm on the Red Star site, so which the by the way, the Red Stars still have not updated. The pictures of the background to show the new jerseys. It's still last year's, which yeah, I, I, I'm I'm well aware. It's mocking me every day. I'm like, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. I waited too much. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's seven it's o'clock seven central, central time. Yeah, it's seven central. And so that would be eight o'clock my time here uh, in Eastern time because Indiana's stupid. <laughs> um, they play uh, FC Kansas City at Toyota Park. It's the last home game. Until uh, September fourth, so over an almost an entire month, actually over a month, until the next home game. Um, the next game they would play after that would be against Sky Blue FC, the current uh, fourth place team in New. It's New Jersey, right? They're in New Jersey. Uh, yeah. Uh, in New Jersey, and that one, that game, if the Red Stars. I mean, it's going to be an interesting game no matter what because you're talking about theoretically fourth place team versus fifth place team and potential for a, a driver's seat in the last spot for the uh, postseason. Just to put in, yeah? it's not that they beat the Boston Breakers to get the fourth. They beat the Boston Breakers, but they beat Washington Spirit last, yeah. last week. That was the team. Yeah. I got that wrong. But uh, I think it's... I think this is gonna be this is gonna be the game where I think the game the next game the upcoming game, it's where the team should go all out. Just like don't even give a shit about like happy. Well, just go all out. And if you're exhausted at the end of the game, it doesn't really matter. You're not gonna play for a month. Like they're gonna do practices, hopefully in scrimmages against other teams, maybe a college team. We would mm-hmm. hope. But I just go out and try to prove something and start and end on a good note. Because if they don't. That's going to be quite, quite a sour way to end this season. It's going to kind of well end this half of the season. I think I think it's going to be really just a bit of a downer. And I don't know the three players coming back. It's going to take a while for them to readjust. Yeah, like it did last season. So I, I think if they can end on a good note, it would help because then we can slowly integrate the players back, the three back in once they get more into with our side, like. Just shoving Kristen Press right back in is a good idea because that's just she's she should be able to acclimate a little bit more. And then Kristen, just run. Yes, that's basically what we want you to do. Just run, shoot the ball, and make it go in the net every now and then. But I think I think there's certain players. Uh, the goalie can come back in, but I think Julie Johnson might need to take a little bit of time because we've seen like the effects of her coming off. So maybe she might need a little bit of time, but maybe play her like the first half see if she's going well but I think ending on a good note how think, how hard do you think it'll be to reinsert Alyssa in there I mean I, I don't <laughs> really think that position has much in terms of expectations of other teammates I think that's, I think that's the most solo <laughs> position on that, that least, I, 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 to a degree I'm being sarcastic but yeah. uh, I mean as a keeper you, you 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 really have to pay attention to what's going on in front of you, so you can at least help direct your defense defensive back line. Um, 
I think that's. I think the one concern I'm worried about is Julie Johnson because how she's how she's gonna play with the other players. We've, yeah. We saw that get kind of affected her a little bit, expecting too much out of her teammates. I think that's one of the points you made. She like she kind of is expecting a higher caliber. Mm-hmm. But I also think we're we're getting better. I do feel like this team has what it takes. It's just like certain players just aren't performing like we kind of want them to. Like I mm-hmm. think like uh, uh oh God why am I blanking on her right now um not Mott's uh is it Hoy? Hoy uh well Hoy's been kind of cold she's also one in um yeah Sofia Huerta is kind of like we we were hoping more out of her she's been doing better I was really hoping for more out of uh Huerta she seems to have kind of grown a little stagnant yeah I think I think it's gonna be interesting to see how this team plays their last game and I think with FC Kansas City towards the bottom, if I remember correctly, I think they're. Oh God, okay. Thanks, Andrew. I felt safe for being confusing as shit. Oh God, how do I get out of this? Oh. Okay then. I relaunched the site. <laughs> yeah, the site is not a. The site's not really helping today. FC Kansas City is currently sitting in eighth place. Okay. Yeah. It's only just, sixteen points. Yeah, they have negative two. If they were to win this game, it would not really put them anywhere else other than one spot above. So and that's assuming the Orlando Pride can't do anything. Yeah, that's assuming we kind of assume they at least get a, a draw or a win. I don't know who they're playing. I would look at that. But uh, Red Stars win today, which kind of like put them a couple points above. And they were tied with Sky Blue FC on everything. They've only played once against Sky Blue. They, they drew. So I think it's a coin toss right there. I think that's a coin toss situation. If they were, yeah, they're mm-hmm. draw to everything. I don't know about their way or whatever that weird thing is. But uh, the Boston Breaker say, excuse me, I'm going to butt in real quick. The Orlando Pride will definitely take away at least one point from this as they are playing the Boston Breakers. Oh Jesus! Uh, okay, uh, I think the highest Orlando can go up is one spot as well because if you had three to theirs, it's 21 and it's 22 as the minimum. Yeah. I still think that if, if Orlando doesn't win by at least three goals or two, I put two as a minimum, they're going to be hampered by that goal difference all season. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's a team. But we've seen some like surprises here and there, but I don't think there's a team that's going to do as poorly as the Boston Breakers will in terms of giving up goals. Because there's mm-hmm. no one within 20 goals. They're, they're, they're negative. They are by far the worst team. Yep. So, so yeah, I think I think Chicago needs to come away with a win on this one, get that good points, and hopefully score at least at least be up two goals. But I, I would like at least a one goal kind of win is a necessity. Oh, definitely. Uh, but I, I I doubt I doubt Kansas City will make this game easy. It's definitely a a, a game that we need to come away with a win. Um, I forget who Sky Blue FC plays. But it looks like, real quick, they are playing They're playing the Washington Spirit, so there's a very good chance if we win this game that we will take possession of fourth place yet again and be three points ahead of our opposition, unless something randomly happens to uh, the Washington Spirit. Yeah, I think, I think, um, let me see, what, so we can, yeah, I think, uh, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna bet on a a one nil win for Chicago, based upon the recent results. I'm 
I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna think of one zero because we haven't been able to really find that quick. Obviously, has it been like yeah, we lost two zero like three times recently. We've had trouble. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. Days. Those are dark days. But like, it's it's all about us trying to find that like goal scoring ability more than from players that we expect it from, like Mots. I expect more from Mots, and she's not getting us in Huerta. Is not really performing as much as we want her to. And if I look at FC Kansas City, they've been like, they beat, yeah, they usually said they beat Splash and Spirit. They lost to Spirit, but it's, they've been mostly close. They've only been blown out once, and it, even if you call that a blowout in the Spirit, but I think it's, it's going to be like, yeah, our toughest, and I think a 1-0 is kind of like our only hope. And they did lose to Boston Breakers, so ha 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 ha. They lost. To put it in perspective, um, the the uh, FC Kansas City have only lost by two or more two goals twice this entire season. It was once against the Washington Spirit and once against the Orlando Pride. No, excuse me, they beat the Orlando Pride two 0 so they've only lost two. By two goals once, um, as opposed to us who've lost by it several times. Um, I think the I think I think FC Kansas City will be a tough opponent, but I think it's definitely one we can beat. And like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's gonna be a one nil victory. Um, I don't know if we can put two goals in the net. Um, so. So I'm gonna hope for I'm gonna hope for we score early and then we just park the bus. I think that'd be our best hope, to be honest. But I just don't know if if we can prevent them from, from scoring. I mean, they haven't been proficient scoring either. They they scored two, but it's supposed to have been one. So I think whoever scores first, and if anybody scores two goals and is up two zero, I think they win. Yeah. Well, Austin, let's wrap it up. Where can we find you on the uh, Twitters? You can find me at, at European Red Fox. Same spelling as the animal species. Subspecies. It's not F O X E. Uh, it's F U C K S. Oh, uh, the Scottish spelling. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's European Red Fox. Yeah, you can see me tweet about just stuff from everywhere across and I might start tweeting about the FA Women's Super League which has currently going on right now with the last game coming on January 24th I doubt any games are televised because no games are televised in England other than like four so if you can find one of those if you find any of those games check them check that league on out and it's promotional allegations see how you enjoy that league and uh, Bill where can they find your well you can find me at the domestic snob where I like to talk about all things soccer, particularly domestic soccer. Uh, you can find this podcast at Fifth Star Podcast. And you can find us on SoundCloud. Because I forked out the money and <laughs> bought the... Oh, wow. Yep. All right. Well, from uh, Austin and myself, we are the Fifth Star Podcast. Go Red Stars.